Welcome to the GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we get drunk and talk about stuff. Tonight, we've got actually a pretty full crew. I'm surprised at how many people showed up. In fact, we've even got a super special guest, which you'll hear his voice in a minute. Joining us tonight, going straight down the line, we've got Damoc. Damoc, how you feeling, man? Ah, shit. I'm doing pretty well. It's Friday. Fuck it. It's fucking Friday, and I am drunk as a skunk. And uh, we've got Microbrew joining us tonight. D, how you feeling? Like a pirate room, my rum. Nice. And going down the line, we got Article. Article, how you feeling, man? <clears throat> I'm doing pretty good, man. I, uh, I may or may not have the munchies severely bad right now. I can't imagine why. <laughs> <laughs> we got Zyberblood joining us. How you feeling tonight, guy? Absolutely mortified. You're still reading those cards against humanity cards, aren't you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I just opened the Pigeon Classic and it came with a poster. I was like, okay, what's this? I opened it and I'm mortified. Oh. And tonight we're being joined by a very special guest. You've heard him on the show before, but we've got God with us tonight. God, how you feeling? Abstract as reality. Fucking best way to be, man. So, first segment of the show, we always got to kick into what is everybody drinking or smoking, depending on what state you live in. So, let's kick straight down that line again. Damoc, what are you drinking with tonight, man? Ah, the classic gin and tonic out of a giant mason jar. It's uh, number two, so in about five minutes, I won't make sense. What gin are you drinking? Uh, Bombay Sapphire. It's pretty decent, I think. I did that. Is it beef leather? Whatever that beef crazy brand is. Yeah, that one's pretty good. But honestly, I like Bombay Sapphire. Personally, I like Bombay more than I like Beef Eater. But there is a lot of people that swear by Beef Eater. So, uh, God, God, what are you drinking tonight, man? Well, right now I'm drinking water, but give it a few minutes, it'll probably turn to wine. <laughs> Jesus joke. Uh, Thanks for clarifying that. (laughs) What are you drinking, D? I am drinking a blast from our past, Cecil, from back when we were younger. And uh, first thing I ever got drunk on was with you, and it's Captain Morgan's Silver Spiced Rum. I've got that mixed with Coke. Fuck you. It was Mint Rumples. I don't remember that far back very well, then, do I? No, you don't. It was in John Karen's bedroom. Oh, thank God. Because John Karen, his first time he got drunk was with me. I'm glad one person out of this group didn't uh, didn't get drunk with me. Actually, there's a couple people now I'm thinking about it. What about you, Article? What are you partaking in? Uh, I have smoked a, a bit of Brain OG. And it's kind of uh, heavy indica, so I may be a little slow tonight. <laughs> but I'm all right with it. What about you, Zyver? What's your, what are you partaking in? Well, I uh, helped the wife polish off a bottle of white Riesling, and I will shortly be kicking back into some uh, cracking and pepper. Uh, you, do you mean cracking, as in like cracking rum? Absolutely. Okay, you said Kraken, so I, I didn't know. I, I was getting clarification on that one. I thought he said Kraken Pepper. Kraken and Pepper. Dr. Dr. Pepper. Pepper. Uh, 
Oh, wait, was it, cre- it was creme de menthe then, wasn't it, Zyber? Yes, it was. <laughs> I've got a shitty memory. I'm glad you caught up, D. I'm glad you caught up. Yeah, shitty memory tends to go hand in hand with drinking. I myself yeah. am, brink- and, uh, am, drinking, am drinking a Stone Vengeful Spirit IPA. However, I had about a half a bottle of Kirk and Sweeney rum right before the show. So I'm nice and warm and toasty. And it's fantastic. Next segment we got going down the line. Always got to crack into it. And the reason I'm rushing is because this whole show tonight is based on Damox questions. Hold on. I thought you were English. Dude, what? Dude, what the fuck is Damox? School teacher giving us homework? I don't know. Yes. What is this? Every time he asks a fucking question, we end up talking about it for an hour. We went like... We went a good 45 minutes over last episode talking about his question. So this episode just totally devoted to it. That's why I'm trying to crank through this shit as quickly as possible. Did he pre-send the questions or is he just coming up with that shit on the fly? No, I think he was holding them back. Like, like you know, you haven't ripped one off in three, four weeks and you're just like loaded I know he held off for a while and had that for you know, the last show that we did, but does he have a whole new list for this show? No, no, they, uh, they were ones that kept going, that he just kept going, and I, in the middle of, just went, oh, next show questions, because I knew it was going to be too much. Okay. Yeah, and there's still a few that are unanswered for my pool, too. Fuck you, I thought we got to all yours. That's what you get for unbanning me from the ask your questions. <laughs> So let's go down the line. State of games. State of games is pretty easy. State of games is what we've been playing for the past week, or possibly we just pontificate on how we feel games are today. Now I've gone either way on it, so it all really depends on what you're doing. So let's once again, let's reverse that order. Cyberblood, what's your state of games, man? Well, my uh, state of games is very, 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 very extremely lame. I really haven't played anything all week other than uh, some uh, Sea of Thieves. Dude, you were playing Sea of Thieves without me? What the hell? I was playing with Article. The fucking Don't game is so fun. Like Dude, you guys suck nuts. And me too. We better be but playing some goddamn Sea of Thieves after this show. That's all I'm saying. Hey, we tried we to get you to join last time. Yeah, you, what, what you punked time? out last time. Yeah, you what did. Oh, I have to worry. You were tired. Again. You were tired and, and, and drunky. Oh, yeah, dude, be, because I had to work the fucking next day. I had to be <laughs> yeah, like, what you said. I'd be up at like, oh, dark 30. Oh, come on. You're, you're t- we're talking about the guy that usually says, uh, I'll sleep when I'm dead. I normally do sleep when I'm dead, but when I, dude, when we end the show, like, when you normally dead, I go to work <laughs> and I got to sober up. Come on, man. That's why you drink more rum. You'll feel sober. Yeah. Yeah. However, the police officer, when he pulls me over and goes, hey, what you doing? That's it, though, Zyber? That's all you've been playing? That's it. All right. Well, I'm going to be holding you to some fucking Sea of Thieves after the show. I'm just telling you. You better be fucking nut up. But you are. Good thing. We could get a galleon finally. What's your state of games? Let me guess. Sea of Thieves. Uh, How'd you know that? Fucker. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I'm trying to mess with my input sensitivity right now to kind of cut down on the background stuff. Uh, so I hope it, I don't sound like a am getting chopped up. No, you sound fantastic. In fact, I'm I'm getting wood. Ooh. 
already have it. No. Um, yeah, so I played the, obviously, Sea of Thieves. That was a lot of fun. It was the first time I, I ever tried it out. Um, I really love the way the ocean looks and kind of feels as you go over it. It's really way better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be really boring. Um, and then I also checked out the that Resident Evil 2 demo, which I'm glad I'm, I did because awesome. That was a lot of fun. Fuck yeah. But yeah, other than that, um, been uh, been chilling. Haven't really played too much. But uh, yeah, I think I'm looking forward to Resident Evil 2. I'm probably going to get that. It, it seems like I'll spend some time playing it. Oh yeah, I'm picking that up. There's no hands down. I'm picking that up. What about you, D? What's your state of games? Well, I've, I've been uh, sinking our own ship in uh, the Sea of Thieves. <laughs> the <Asshole>. third turd. <laughs> And I've been playing a bunch of, uh, still playing through um, Shining Resonance Refrain on the Switch. And I haven't been playing as much games as I've been putting together a gigantic Lego set. I put together a large-ass Voltron. Dude, that thing looks amazing. When you die, if you don't leave that to your kids, I get it. If you leave it to your kids, I'll kill your kids. Alright, he'll be, he'll, be, he'll be wearing my shoes. <laughs> I'll get those shoes while I'm at it. <laughs> the shoes with the Voltron. That fucking thing looks amazing. And that, it actually comes apart, and you can play with the individual lions as well. Yeah, oh, and they, and it's, you don't have to pull anything off. They literally just, you know, you know, legs fold up, just like the original Voltron. Friggin' amazing, man. It's awesome. What about you, God? What's your state of games there? Well, currently, I've been focused on creating my own original game, which its name is too holy to be spoken aloud. Um, and yeah, also, uh, my water did turn to one already. <laughs> nice. I'm surprised you didn't say something like civilization. <laughs> Where are you going to play God? That's nice. always in, in the background. Very nice. And he's multitasking on another rig. He's playing black and white. <laughs> I mean, I live black and white. Not that I want to, I don't want to critique your creation, uh, but why didn't you put life on Mars, man? I did. I got tired of it. You could have had it, like, you could have had it two planets battling back and forth. Hold on, hold on, awesome. hold on. <laughs> you're, you're, you're missing the thing there. He got bored of it. You know, it was like that second grade science project. Yeah, fall, fucking volcano with the baking soda in it. Jeez. <laughs> But you, Damoc, which city games there, man? Uh, of course, I've been playing more Elite Dangerous since the big patch came out, and that's been a lot of fun. And finally, it is out of early access, and I couldn't be happier. I am playing my time at Portia. It says it really weird. It looks like it's spelled Portia, but it's called Portia. My time at Portia. You ever played, uh, like, Stardew Valley or... Harvest Moon, it's like that, but better, I think. Better than Graveyard Keeper? I love Graveyard Keeper, but this one's like full 3D run around, collect shit, manager stamina, going to secret mines, battle shit. It's a lot more fun. Who makes it? Is it Chucklefish? Uh, I believe it's a Chinese company, and I don't know the name. I think it's like Studio 17 and some other thing on the Splash. I always skip those. You gotta link that shit up, man. 
We gotta yeah, see some link of that. it. Link it good. Damoc, you should have said Sea of Thieves. <laughs> yeah, I was going to, but, you know, I don't want him to cry any harder than he already has. You guys are all assholes. You really are. Well, my state of games is really, really easy. I have actually... We, well, we already... Um, Shinzu and I already beat Dead Space 3. So I didn't play any of that. Even though I want to go back into that and kind of do some trophy hunting. Been playing a bunch of Destiny 2 with a clan. Kind of uh, revitalizing that, been leveling myself up. It's uh, the 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 additions that they've done to it, pretty decent. I'm pretty happy with it. I don't think I'm as happy as I was with Destiny One. Destiny One, the progression in it really felt like I was getting something out of it, like there was something to work towards. There was you know something fun. Um, but Destiny Two, it's fun, especially with other people. Really, now I'm just grinding so I can kind of get some of the achievements and get those out of the way. But the game that I jumped back in, well, I've been playing Elite Dangerous 2. Not Elite Dangerous number 2, but Elite Dangerous as well. And I love that game. That game, but I truly feel that I'm missing something without either having a cockpit built or being in VR. Because that game is just fantastic. And even, even playing it in 4K with some of the new mods that I've done. So there's this... Uh, I forget what the hell it's called now, but there's this whole like uh, reshade reshader that allows you to really tweak some of the settings and make it look really, really beautiful, even more beautiful than hold it on, already hold looks. On. I, I'm a little hung up on something. I thought you already had a cockpit. Uh, when I call her that, she kicks me in the balls. So I try not to do that. Um, but. So I've I've been playing a bunch of Elite Dangerous, but I also jumped back into No Man's Sky, and I've so no and and quick pontification here, No Man's Sky, I've been a huge a huge advocate for since it came out, even when everybody else was bashing the hell out of it. They've done so many updates, free updates, but they've done so many updates to it, and they've added so much stuff to it that it is. A hundred times better than when it released. And when it released, it was really lacking a lot of stuff. But now with the next update and all that shit, it has got so much stuff in it. I am really, really enjoying it. In fact, I was playing with D for a little while, and I've been playing it on my own for even more. Really, really happy with the additions that they've done to the game. The content in it is really fantastic. I, I really can't wait to do some more exploration in it because there's a lot of stuff in it now. And there's that link to my time with Porsche. Yeah, I gave you the Steam link, and then I like Splattercat, so I linked his video so you can actually see some gameplay. Nice. And that is one hell of a face for Monday. It's uh, like somebody dropped like 10 warheads in that fucker's mouth. Like, seriously, there's a, there's a singularity forming in that dude's face. It's fucking amazing. Anywho, so on to the actual topic for tonight, which the topic tonight is no actual topic whatsoever. It's we're just going to answer Damoc's questions, and he already has asked a shit ton of them already. So we're just going to drop right into it. We're going to go right around the room, and we're going to do some ask your questions. If I can fucking figure out where the hell I am. Um, so hold on. Let's back up. Zyber, what question did I skip from you? Nothing. I was just messing with you. You are an asshat for fucking playing that. Anyway, so 
Let's kick right into first question from Damoc. Um, so yeah, if you don't like Damoc's questions, turn this episode off, hit fast forward until the end or whatever the fuck you want to do. There's probably going to be some sort of uh, like random chat with Cecil in here, or story time with Cecil, but that's, uh, that's just what it is. So first question, one celebrity who you are not currently friends with will be soul bound to you for the, for the rest of your life. There's no obligation that you have a romantic entanglement, although you're allowed to, and you guys will never be able to be more than 20 feet away from each other. Who do you pick? Easy. All right. Fuck, Zyberlodge. You said it was easy. Who is it? Yep. Olivia Mung. Fuck. Yeah. God, I would eat M&Ms out of her asshole. Absolutely. Man, even after she was like a real cunt, I would yep. still friggin' I would I would God damn. I would <laughs> let her shit on me. I really would. I would let her shit on me. I, the only person I can think that I would want to be like the only celebrity anyway. I can think I, I would want to be around for extended periods of time. There's a British comedian by the name of Sean Locke. <clears throat> and I don't know why, but that, that dude is hilarious to me. I don't know. I just think he'd be funny. That's solid. What about you, D? Uh, as far as an actress goes, I would say Scarlett Johansson from, like, Black Widow. Oh, dude, did you see her in that Netflix film? No, not yet. Gotta watch it, man. It's good stuff. Wait, what, what film? I forget exactly what it's called, but I watched it, and actually I watched it without even knowing anything about it. She does a full nude scene in it. And it actually threw me off. Like, I was watching it, and I'm going, man, who's that naked chick? Um, and then it zooms in, and I'm like, holy crap, that's Scarlett Johansson. You need yeah. to uh, say the name. I gotta remember it. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up while we're, while we're talking here. Shit, I, Under the Skin. Under the, that's exactly what it is, Under the Skin. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, it's a weird fucking movie. Dude, it is a very, very weird movie, but like, I started watching it, and I was intrigued by it because it started off super, super weird. And then it, as it progressed, it got even weirder. And it wasn't until probably three quarters of the way through that I finally caught on to what the movie was about. And I went, wow, this is great. Hmm. But yeah, she's totally new in that movie. I don't like, recall having that reaction myself. <laughs> like twice. Dude, it was a mind screw, like 100% mind screw. But once, like, once you figure out what the movie's actually about, a bunch of the stuff that happened before kind of makes sense. Mm. What about you, God? What celebrity would you be, uh, like, friggin' soulbound there to? Uh, that's a very complicated question. I would uh, probably have to spend thousands of years cultivating some really, really nice guy to cuckold his wife, who was a celebrity. Um, but other than that, you know, I don't know. But but in reality, it wouldn't matter anyways, because they're all his children. You can't cop out. That was like when Shadow passed. You got to come up with somebody. Even if it's Bob Dole. Jennifer Aniston. Fucking good choice. Loved in Horrible Bosses when she was just like, fuck my mouth. That was great. What about you, Damoc? Time to answer your own question. You're in the fire, in the line of fire. 
Uh, without question, is Jennifer Love Hewitt the childhood crush? And she's a good person, so fuck you guys. I'll do great things and be with a beautiful woman. Solid. Uh, you know what? And this is this is a total no homo, but if it turned that way, I'd be okay with it. Ryan Reynolds, man. Oh, yeah, that dude's fair enough. Shit. Fair that's, enough. That's, that's admirable. Dude, That I, I would laugh my balls off every day of my life with that dude around. Could yeah. run around and help him with the uh, Deadpool cameos. Like, not even, not even if I did any of that shit. Just if he was around. Like, I'd be sitting there eating food, and he'd make a fucking crack about something. And I just, I'd probably spit my food. I'd shrapnel everything everywhere. <laughs> then he chokes, and that's the end of Cecil. Short-lived run. <laughs> then, then he gives Cecil a specially Claire. And you know what? I'd be like, yeah, sure. Who cares? Bulldog semen, whatever. Did you ever see that movie Just Friends way back in the day? He was in. Fuck no. Yes, gotta, I, 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 I've seen it, it but I vaguely remember it. it. It's. That was the movie I saw where I was like, oh my god, this dude is funny as shit. You gotta watch that movie. You gotta see the movie. Dude, so I... Now, I did not like Blade Trinity, but I saw some of the outtakes with Ryan Reynolds in it, and I laughed my balls off with all of those fucking outtakes. I love it when he, like, rags on himself for Green Lantern. (laughs) Oh, fucking hey, at the end of Deadpool 2, where he blows his own brains out. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh, man, that movie was so bad. In, okay, so I really liked that movie. I'm like, I'm like one of the only people in the world who enjoyed that movie. But I did. I, I didn't mind it. Movie. Dude. It, so, so who's going to put Cecil out of his, shit, out of his uh, misery? <laughs> Dude, if, Ryan, if Ryan Reynolds pops up behind me and blows my brains out on the, con- on the freaking podcast, I'm okay with this. I've had a good life. All right, next question. Uh, if someone offered you $10 million for a quarter pound of your flesh for them to consume, would you do it? Yeah, I, I have more than just a quarter pound to lose, dude. Yeah, but dude, you saw that movie Seven, right? Yeah. That dude of course. cut off a, a, a pound of flesh or whatever and fucking bled to death and died? Cauterization, man. Just cauterize the wound. I don't know, There can't be that many blood vessels and fat. Well, the way I thought about it was, I mean, they get to choose what quarter pound of flesh they take because they're paying you $10 million for it. Well, shit, then they could just say, I want your brain, and you're fucked. It's not skin, though. No, it's flesh. Doesn't your organs count as flesh? I thought flesh was like skin and, and muscle. Yeah, it's skin and muscle and all of that. So, like, I don't know, maybe some weirdo wants to eat half your fucking ass, dude. Just just as long as the weirdo doesn't want to eat my dick, I'm fine. Well, that's not flesh. Um, flesh, the, flesh, flesh is, is an organ. Flesh is the soft substance consisting of muscle and fat that is found between the skin and bones of an animal or a human. All right. Well, that clarification, I would say yes. I would say yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, negative Ghost Rider. What? Oh, fuck, stem cells, are, stem cells will repair any shit like that. You know why he said no? Because all his friends just made $10 million. No, 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 no. I say no because knowing my luck, it'll be like random spots. In one area, it would be like, you know, somewhere that's already well enough damaged, and I'll be a cripple. 
Well, you know, it is understandable. He's already missing pieces. He doesn't need to lose another $10. $10 million, dude. $10 million. You can have cosmetic surgery to Hard fix pass. It. I would even want to watch them consume it to ensure it got eaten. <laughs> Bitch, you gotta finish that shit. Every last bite. It's a bit messed up. What about you, God? Yes or no? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'd do it for less, honestly. <laughs> Honestly, doesn't everybody doesn't everybody consume his flesh every Sunday, anyways? Uh, not everyone, but a lot of people. Yeah, billions. <laughs> good point. That's a very good point. That's a terrible point. I'm going to hell. Just for the cost yeah, but of they bread. don't pay uh, ten million dollars. But they do promise their souls, so that's something. All right, so we, we've got a trifecta question here. So I'm going to ask each individual question because it's kind of like three questions spread out over one line so is a hot dog in a bun a sandwich never because it's a hot dog in a bun well what what does it like what's the it's definition a mini sub of, it's what, a sandwich yeah but what's yeah. the definition of a sandwich i don't know it's like meat and bread right yeah it's meat and bread so it's a sandwich no the bread must be two separate pieces for a sandwich the bun on a hot dog is still one piece that just has a slit in it it does not count. Shit, God said it that right there. That shit always breaks. That shit always breaks. So fuck At you, it's a point, sandwich. It does become a sandwich. <laughs> okay, let me read the actual dictionary definition. An item of food consisting of two pieces of bread. God is always right, of course. Uh, with meat, cheese, or other filling between them, eaten as a light meal. I stopped listening. I don't know what to so, so basically, You only had to listen to me anyway. What we're what we're saying is, if the if the bun breaks, it turns into a sandwich. But if the bun doesn't break, it's a hot. It's a mini not. sub. It's a mini sub at that point. Well, a sub is a sandwich, dude. Exactly. That's why I say this is a sandwich all around. It doesn't matter if it breaks or not. I don't count subs as sandwiches unless they break. <laughs> it's a weird thing, but yeah, I've never really thought. Oh, let me get a sandwich from Subway. You know. All right, so... Let me get a hot dog from Subway. (laughs) While while we've got God here, I've got to ask a question. So, those assholes who, when they cut your sub and they don't cut all the way through the meat so that when you pull it apart, half Mm. the meat comes sliding out, do they go to hell? A very, very special place in it. Thank God. Or or thank you, actually. Do you take into consideration if Cecil's pissed them off, though? Doesn't matter. They're in customer service. Get used to it. All right, so, so okay. do they go to the part of hell where they get p- pineapples shoved up their asses next to Hitler? No. Do they go to one of the more shallow realms of hell? Is this Daymok's questions or your questions? Because, you know, <laughs> heat rises, so it's going to be hotter towards the surface. Anyways, next question on that same line. Is pizza just an open-faced sandwich? It lacks, well, according to God, it lacks the extra slice of bread, so, uh... Hence open face. When you fold it, does it become a sub? No, it becomes becomes a a giant meaty taco. Or a a pizza dog. Right. (laughs) What about... (laughs) What the fuck? How about a heart attack roll-up when Cecil rolls it up and just swallows the whole damn thing? Yeah, I eat like a duck, man. I love pizza burritos, man. You just, like, fold the whole pizza over, like, itself, and then you fold the ass end up towards the top, isn't that and you just mow down. Yeah, but isn't that <laughs> just a calzone? 
essentially, after you yeah. started eating a calzone. But a calzone is two separate pieces of bread. No, it's not. Calzone is sealed. It's a spread shell. It is. It's fucking pizza rolled over on top of itself. And inside, it's the meat babies that you're going to consume. I, I think we got this covered. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure we do. All right, last part of this question is, is an ice cream sandwich a sandwich? Yes. There's no you bread. goddamn right it is. There's no, no. fucking bread. Yeah, well, no actually, bread. the chocolate is a uh, cookie sandwich. bread, so it technically is kind of a bread. You know what? It's a sandwich for fat people. Fuck off. <laughs> a sandwich for fat people. I love that. Oh, man. It's a sandwich for little kids and depressed housewives. You take that back. I fucking love ice cream sandwiches. Yeah, same here. Dude, I was are kid. not the only ones. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm pretty sure everybody here would plow down an ice cream sandwich right now. Yeah, especially me. <laughs> definitely, definitely plow down a, um ice cream sandwich right after a grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, yeah, you just peel that thing apart. See that cheese spread? God, I'm going to go throw up or be in my bunk, one of the two. Fried ice cream sandwich. That's just fucking gross. Jesus Christ. No, dude, like, seriously, fried ice cream? Like, the things that people fry is fucked up. I, I don't, I don't really like good. fried ice cream. I'm not a fan. I love fried ice cream. It's like, it's like covered in Kellogg's cornflakes, man. Doesn't it Diabetes. It, no. It, it's not, no. No, it, it's not it's just milk. So, like, they cover it in cornflakes and then, like... Drop it in a deep fryer and then pull it out super quick. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 that makes sense. It's like when you're at a brothel and you really don't want to get AIDS, so you just like dip in quick and get out. It's all about the speed, bro. It's all about speed. Safety first. <laughs> all right. Jesus Christ, we're going to hell. Yeah, you you jerk it until you're about to, then you dip it in and pull out. <laughs> we're going to hell. <laughs> Next question. Um, when's the last time your dick has gotten direct sunlight? Yesterday. Every day, mofos. Every day. Bullshit every day. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Bullshit. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's let's take let's answer this question seriously. So Zyber, when's the last time your dick actually got direct sunlight? Absolutely yesterday. All right. Describe how the hell that happened. Oh, let's not. Well, nope, not. nope. We gotta go into it. I, I need some proof. On a yesterday answer, we gotta get some proof. I don't well, wanna remember. <laughs> I woke up. It was hanging out of my, you know, my sleep pants. No blanket on. Direct sunlight. Dude, I've seen your bedroom. There's fucking no way you're getting direct sunlight straight through Dude, onto your the cot. sun shines through my bedroom window no, in that, the morning. That is totally indirect fucking sunlight. It's direct enough. Bullshit direct enough. That is indirect goddamn sunlight. Question, are your windows tinted? Negative, Ghost Rider. Direct sunlight. All right, what what direction do your windows face? Uh, east. Okay. Yesterday, since it's fucking winter, the sun would have come up in the southeast, which means that you would have not gotten direct sunlight on your dick, which means you're a fucking liar. Mr. fucking, you know, literal. Dude, I'm telling you, indirect fucking sunlight there. Does pissing in the woods count? Yes. Oh. All right, pissed my way yesterday. 
All right, so like pissing in the woods, that totally friggin' counts because your cock is out in the middle of the woods. There's a chance of direct sunlight. There's woods in my backyard. I piss in them every once in a while, like yesterday. Exactly, like that works. What about you, Article? When's the last time your dick saw direct sunlight? Uh, I, I honestly, I have no fucking idea. I'm counting direct sunlight as like, like direct, like you're outside and, and naked and or you've got your wiener out. Yeah, I mean, that would be logical. Uh, or you're standing in front of your window and you can, like, see the sun through your window. Uh, that's indirect sunlight. Now, that's not indirect sunlight. So if you're standing at your window and you can see the sun through your window and your wang's out, that would be direct sunlight because it's directly coming through on you. But if I mean, your window is facing... the window in the way. Uh, so it's oh, that's maybe a good, not. That's a good point. So if your window is in the way, then technically I guess it wouldn't be direct sunlight. You're fucking right. As Shit. long as it's not uh, tinted or anything that blocks UV, it counts. Right, but there's going to be some inherent. Well, uh, technically, you know, I just thought of window something. blocks UV rays. It doesn't block all of them, but it does block most of them. Right. You you know who you don't want to ask that question of? Ron Jeremy. No, no, John Wayne Bobbitt. Oh, that poor fucker. But he's he's got his dick back. He got it back. He's just got this balloon in it that he's got to pump it up. Go, go, gadget dick. Pretty much. Works for snap-on tools. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I got I The last time it, it's happened is just probably a really long time ago. I don't know. That's respectable. What about you, God? Probably like 4.6 billion years ago, if I remember right. But then again, that's kind of hard remembering. Uh, don't really know that it's been out in direct sunlight. Most of the time, if I've had to stop, it's been at nighttime. That's, that's like, well, what about that time when we were over in, uh, coming back from Mass and Nutton that we had to stop over on the side of the road? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remembered the last time God's cock t- saw direct sunlight before God did. That almost seemed blasphemous. <laughs> The jig is up. Edit. The last time that we went to Massanutten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What about you, Damoc? New Testament uh, style. Direct sunlight, like no windows, no nothing, would have been several years ago in Texas having sex in the backyard. Uh... Through a window last weekend when I wasn't paying attention and went to look and see if the cars were there, and yeah, I wasn't wearing anything. So mine was actually October 27th. I uh, I got home from work early, and I went into the backyard. I went to the shed for some reason. Had to take a leak. I was sitting there going, shit, I really got to go bad. Can I make it inside? No, I probably can't make it inside. So I went behind the shed, whipped her out, and it's a south-facing, sh- the, the wall I was on was a south-facing wall. Whipped it out, let her rip. So I'm pretty confident that sun hit it then. And the reason I know it was October 27th because October 27th is my anniversary. And let it go. And as I was letting it go, I heard my wife drive into the driveway and I went, oh shit, I got to shake this off and get inside quick. So that's how I know that was the day. That was the last time, because I haven't been out outside taking a leak since. And I don't sunbathe in the nude anymore, so we got that around. All right, next question. 
What's your opinion of eating ass? Man, I wish Shadow was here. <laughs> hard nope. All right. What do you mean? Uh, rectum, nope. rectum and tongue pen, uh, tongue penetrating rectum. That's eating ass. Yeah, dude. If I lick it, I get to stick it. That's the rule. Oh, that's disgusting. I'm sorry, but that's. <laughs> 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 we found a taboo topic for the article. Woo! Before you receive, you must give. You gotta lick it before you stick it. I'd rather, I'd, I'd just rather be single. <laughs> Dude, if she bays properly and everything is all good, then there's no problem with it. And some girls, it's a huge, huge, huge turn on. And then you get to plow her in the ass and that's awesome. Come her bitch's ass, and then afterwards she's got to go to the bathroom and take a shit. She's like, ew, there's cum coming out of my ass. And you're just going to laugh and laugh and laugh and then pass out. Yeah, yep. that whole that whole just sequence of events is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> my, my opinion on that whole thing is, look, if she's going to do whatever it takes to get me horny and get me off, if that's what she wants, fuck I'll do it. I don't care. I'm I'm not above it. I'm not below it. I'll be right in the middle of it. What about you she guys? She has to let me give her uh, enema first and make sure it's clean. There you go. Just shove a toothbrush up there. Scrub it right out. Turkey baster works too. Vibrating toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> Use the Sonicare. We call them. Just Phillip. make sure you swap heads. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to use one of your good heads. <laughs> it's a shitty time. So you, I'd hate to fuck that up. So you're going to eat that ass, but you don't want to use a toothbrush that's been in there? Well, I mean, if you're using the toothbrush to kind of clean everything what kind, out... What kind of sense does that it make? It's dirty as part of the cleaning process. I mean, look. I mean, let's be, let's be 100% honest here. I have a kid, so I've been shit on already. I go to no, work every fair. day. I've been shit on already. So... So we really, are all I mean, children once that shit ourselves. You've been friends with me forever. You've Set been me. shit on already. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, I just, if, if I look my back at my life and I, my I, asshole I, is I've a war shit zone. On, then, like, the entire life that I've had, I've had more shit on me than probably some porn stars in Germany. So my yeah. my asshole is Gettysburg. All right, like, I don't want anybody going near that. Like. <laughs> I wouldn't want to put anybody through that torture. It's not somebody going near yours. It's you're going through theirs. You're tossing their salad. Yeah, but if theirs is Gettysburg, I wouldn't want to hear that shit either. <laughs> I, just as, I just assume that it's just like, you know. Give it, and it receive. Not, it might not be the killing fields, but like it could be like, oh, this was a small skirmish. You know, like it's still a, it's still a fight. Like, I'm not, I don't know. It, I think everything depends, though. Like. Because uh, there is that that heat of the moment kind of thing, but it would really have to fucking depend on on who the situation that you know what I mean, like. And yeah, no, I for the most part that's a no. That's a solid answer. All right, next question: What is your favorite song by your least favorite artist? Oh God, I got to go first on this. I, I, I totally have this. Okay, so my favorite song by my least favorite artist is Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. I fucking hate that guy. I really do. 
and I know he does a lot of great songs, and I'm sorry to anybody who likes Garth Brooks. I do not like the man. I don't like the man. I especially don't like the man for trying to cross over into rock slash pop because he had a fucking thing. He should have stuck with it, and he should have been proud of it. He should have wore that freaking thing like a badge. Crossing over that shit really, really got like totally dropped any respect I had for the guy. But I love that fucking song, Friends in Low Places. Yeah, I will agree. I really like that song as well, and I don't really care for Garth Brooks at all. I don't typically like country music in general, but who does the uh, Man of Constant Sorrow? Run that by me again, you broke up a little. Oh, the song, Man of Constant Sorrow? I'm not a big fan of country, but who does that song? I'm not 100% sure. I know it was in that movie, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And um, a really good acapella band does a good cover of it, but uh, I like the song. But I'm not a country music fan, so I don't even know who the hell did it originally. That's solid. I dig it. Soggy, soggy bottom boys. Yeah, but I thought that was the group that was in the uh, the the made up group that was in the movie. Oh, brother, yeah, where art thou? No, it is, but that's what their name. It was is. all novelty. Okay. Then yeah, them. <laughs> all right, Damoc, are you going with friends in little places, or you got a different one? Uh... I have you can't mooch, you can't mooch. I'm not mooching. I have a, a guilty pleasure song, and I absolutely hate Avril Lavigne, but I <laughs> love that damn Skater Boy song. Oh, it is a good it song. Over. It is a good it song. Is. She's terrible on everything else. But she looks like Meg Ryan as like like a 17-year-old. As a uh, as a um, emo. Meg Ryan is an emo. It's, like, it's, it's emo Meg Ryan. Yeah, but you know, uh, even even a clock is right two times a day. You know, broke clock. You know, not a digital one. Oh, good point. Well, I mean, might be right at midnight and then midnight again. My uh, my guilty pleasure is uh, Katy Perry E.T. Uh, with particularly uh, with Kanye West. What about Dark Horse? No, no, I can't. That's like unlistenable to me. You know what? If we're going to go into Katy Perry territory, and it's only if the video is playing behind it, but I just like the movies. That song Fireworks with the video playing, I don't know, it strikes a chord. A weird chord, but a chord. Have you, or was it, do you ever feel like a plastic bag? (laughs) Like I do every day. No, I don't. No, no, I do. Like every day, I feel like a plastic bag. When you go Mostly, swimming, only if it's the one you used to pick up dog shit. Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's like a plastic fag, a plastic fag. Jesus Christ! Now I've I consulted a whole. Anyway, I feel well like unless unless you, you're British, me. British. It's 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 a uh, slang for cigarette. Yes, yes, but, but what the hell? A plastic cigarette? That's that's like death. That's like worse than that's, a that's a shitty toy. That's a really bad toy for that's, small that's children. Actually, worse than a cigarette. That's just a vape, bro. <laughs> ask, ask, ask Shadow about that. <laughs> yeah, we got a vape. Uh, we, got, we got a vape pen in our prison wallet. We're but to say, if if vaping can kill you, he's on like negative life now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, for myself, I would say uh, Chumbawamba Amnesia. Oh, Chumbawamba! You don't like Chumbawamba? Oh no, I do. Not a fan of Chumbawamba. I, like, I, like I do like the song Amnesia. Really? Not tub, not tub thumping or whatever. I mean, tub tub thumping is like their their popular like, single. Yeah, that's like their hit. Huh? What about you, God? What do you got? 
Uh, for me, the only thing that comes to mind is in a foreign language and something none of you would be familiar with. Are you sure? Well, drop it on us. Fukurita by Teto. Well, I know Teto. Tattoo. I know Toto. Lesbian chicks from Russia, dude. Hell yeah. No, not Tattoo. I know Toto. They did Africa. And not Toto. It got really quiet. I think Cecil died. Oh, next question. Sorry. I think Cecil did die for a second. I'm really fucking drunk. I am very drunk. Um, would you rather have sex with a goat, but no one would know, or not have sex with a goat, but everyone believes you did? Oh, I'm banging the goat, dude. Like, might as well get it out of the way, have fun with it, do what you gotta do. Bad public image, or, yeah, fuck it, fuck the goat. Exactly. You know, eat, He's not gonna, one of us, he's a goat fucker! Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. You gonna eat its ass, too? I'd rather... I'd rather go the the root of the ginger and let it be allegedly than actually do it. No, yeah, no, it's I would not rather, allegedly. It's a, you either do it or you don't do it and everyone believes that you did it. But that's what I'm yeah, saying. Rather, the, ginger, right, the ginger was allegedly. Like, it, everybody believes he did it, but, you know, Squirrely Dan just kept saying allegedly. Right. I don't know, man. I just fucked the goat, and then no one would know, and I'd be good to go. What about you, God? Not allowed to answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cop my, out. I, I'll I'll answer for him. It's because, like, why would you want to be like someone over in um another country, like Scotland? Don't they fuck goats? Iraq does it all the time. Yeah, exactly. Right. Oh yeah, the, yeah. They, they have they have goat beauty pageants. Let's like, come on. So that's pretty fucked up. I need so to ask. A, <laughs> I need to ask a clarifying question on this. Is the goat alive or dead? Uh, well, I would imagine. Does it matter, Cecil? Yes. <laughs> Both instances have occurred in Iraq, as far as uh, for the individuals speaking. Uh, yeah. So, see, if it's alive, it means it can fight. And it means I gotta contend with that. If it's no, dead, dude, you hold it by the horns, and when it's got oh a rope God. around its neck and it's tied down, you're good to go, man. It ain't gonna know any better. That's a little bit too detailed there. Kind of like you're speaking from experience. I'm well, worried about with you the now. live ones, you can get a fainting goat. Yeah, but then they sounds kind of rapey. Then they wake back up. Yeah, exactly. Then that feels like I'm raping a. goat. If they're dead, it's dude. If you if you want something that bucks, just yes, just call your significant other by the uh, sister's name and woo. Hold on, you're already fucking a goat. Does it really matter if it's rape or not? Be honest with yourselves. Like how you inside? How you gonna get consent? It's just gonna go. This is what this podcast has delved is is lowered itself to consent of a goat. Hold on, just remember George Carlin. Okay. Uh, I <laughs> He's dead, Carlin. All right. The bit about him and the guy that blows his cat. Oh, I thought you were like. I now you're gonna try to rape George Carlin's corpse. I was like, what the fuck are you going yeah, with? I was, this? Say, I was just talking about raping a dead dead goat, but now you're talking about raping a celebrity that's dead. I mean, I'm okay with. It. Do I have to eat his ass too? Yes. I mean, shit. I'm down. Well, at least it should be clean from after the uh, you know the the whole. 
house, you know, the whole... Uh, Embalming process? God, yeah, yeah, my brain is, well, like, fried. I'm drunk. the thing is, he was um, cremated. Oh, man, that's gonna no, taste like ash. Like fire. Alright. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Next question. Alright, this, this is a bit of a long one. Uh, this is from Popsicle Thief. This is actually not Damox's question. Thank Todd that it's not Damox's question. Oh, cool. It should be good if it's Popsicle Thief. Yeah, dude. Our favorite friggin' Swede, man. We'd love Hell Popsicle yeah. Thief. We gotta get him back on the show so, more sober than the last time. You know what we should do? We should all do surprise GNA visit. Oh, dude. In Sweden. Dude. Like GNA GNA uh road trip or or air trip to Sweden? Yes. Oh my god. Yes. I'm down. Fucking name the day. Hell yeah. Anyways, Popsicle Thief. My top three upcoming games have uh have some time for some time have been Destiny Forsaken, Battlefield Four, and Anthem. Now Black Armory has has been a thing, and I've lost interest in Destiny because of how bad that was. Battlefield Four has been disappointing to say the least. And now, the more I see Anthem, the less hype I feel about that game. Though Division 2, damn, I played the technical alpha, and the game feels so much of an upgrade from Division 1. It's my new hype. How about you guys? What games are you looking forward to in 2019? All right, so let's try to keep this organized. Let's not everybody jump out at once. Let's go down the line. Damoc. Anything you're feeling in 2019 that you're really looking forward to? Uh, well, honestly, I was looking forward to the Resident Evil 2, and now that's out, so I'm excited. I was looking forward to my time at Porsche, which is out, and I'm excited. And I was looking forward to Ace Combat 7, because uh, that's another guilty pleasure game. They're terrible, but they're really fun to play. And that's out. And I don't know of any other games coming out this year. Rumor has it that Cyberpunk 2077 is coming out this year. And if that's true, I'm on the hype train for that. I'm buying it. I will pre-order it. I'll suck the devs' dicks. Whatever it's got to take. I'm down on that. I'm totally down on that. Yeah. I mean, that's all I got, honestly. Hey, that's respectful. That's uh, that's a good list there. What about you, uh, God? Anything you're looking forward to in 2019? He uh, stepped away from his computer. That son of a bitch. All right, we'll bounce back to God. D, what about you? Well, like uh, Damoc, I'm really looking forward to, if it comes out this year, uh, Cyberpunk 2077. That looks phenomenal. I've been following right from the beginning. But um, the 29th, out comes Kingdom Hearts 3, and I've got the full-blown special edition pre-ordered from Square Enix, and I cannot wait to get my hands on that. That does look solid. I'm really excited about that myself. That just this is that just looks fantastic. But I have not been keeping up on too many games coming out later this year, simply because I'm trying to save money, so I'm trying not to get like sucked in and then, you know. See, I have great willpower. The problem is I don't have a, a lot of good won't power. <laughs> so <laughs> that's my problem. What are you, Article? What what are you looking forward to in twenty nine? Um, I've only recently heard about that anthem game, uh, just the I like the the art design for it, so I'm kind of interested in that. But aside from that, I'm kind of looking forward to Crackdown Three, which I probably shouldn't be looking forward to. Uh, there is that game that um, Diver actually turned me on to, Skull and Bones. Oh that, yeah, that's kind of looking dope. 
Uh, what else? I pretty much the only thing on my horizon. Oh, I think there might be like a Toe Jam and Earl game coming out as well. I'm down with that. That's yeah. That's pretty much all. all, all I know though. Oh, what? <laughs> damn it. Yeah. What about you, Zyber? I know. Uh, I know. Oracle just took your game there, but yeah, what you got? yeah. Um, Skull and Bones. I'm still excited for that. If they're still on track with it and they don't push it back again, which I don't mind them pushing back. I know they want to do a solid polish on the game, and that's why they keep pulling it back, because it doesn't meet what they want to release. Um, Other than that, there's a Spyro game coming out that I hope stays on track also. Uh, I I would like to check that out. And my love for um, Kingdom Hearts has uh, rekindled. Since I lo- watched the most recent uh, uh, playthrough stuff for it, yeah, Kingdom Hearts does look so good. What about you, D? You said you get you missed one. Yes, I actually forgot one, like a dork, because I'm I'm getting drunk. But remember uh, the game that I got for you and turned you on to, Ori in the Blind Forest? Fuck yeah, the sequel. Well, there's a sequel coming Ooh. out, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Yeah, man, that looks so good. It yeah, it does and absolutely. And it, they did such a good job of the first one. I've got such high hopes for the second one, but I don't want to get too hyped because you know you don't want to you don't want to go that far and expect too much. But at the same time, you don't want to be too disappointed. So I'm kind of like just well trying to contain it, dude. I'm it, halfway through the first one. It could oh, be so good. It could be half as good as the first one, and I still enjoy. I kind of agree with that. First one is like the whole time you play that game, it's just. It's so pretty. Well, not only is it so pretty, and you can call me a puss if you want, but I have not teared up from a game in a very, very long time. And that intro, I friggin' teared up when that big guy died. I was so fucking, like, I was sad. I was genuinely sad. Now, I didn't tear up, but, you know, I'm kind of emotionally dead and all, but still, and it still managed to tug a few heartstrings, you know? Man, like yeah, and I'm more emotionally dead than D, and it it was it was ravel all over again. So, quick story time with Cecil on that specific game. I played the game. I went through that intro. I played it by myself, and I got all teary in it. And I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe this happened. So, my daughter saw me playing the game, and she's like, hey, I want to play that game. I'm like, cool. You want to play a game? Get in here. Let's play this. We go through the intro of the damn game. She starts sobbing, and I'm thinking to myself, I've already been through this. I can make it through. She starts sobbing. I'm sobbing with her now. Like, it's 10 times worse than when I did it the first time. I am full-on, like, sniffling, gotta blow my nose sobbing. Just because my daughter is sitting there sobbing at this game. Yeah. God, it was so bad. Those are the games I love most, man. The ones that can, like, really suck you in like that. So good. Yeah, just just right off the bat, drag you right in, kicking and screaming. Yeah, that that in my opinion, that's like the mark of a good game. It should hook you in, you know, and then continue to kind of amaze you as you go through. Yeah, if it gets you that emotionally invested, plus the artistic quality of it, yeah, that that so, is an so fantastic beautiful. game. Yeah, really, really, really well done. What about you, God? You back yet? Yeah. What game? Is there anything you're looking forward to game wise in twenty? 20- uh, well, it depends on if a uh, certain one that uh, I've been looking at does come out in 2019. Hopefully it does. 
Spit it out. What is it? Whatever. Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So, I actually, I want to hit this question in a multitude of ways. Because, one, I want to address the games that, that Popsicle Thief brought up. So... Destiny 2's Forsaken. I was really excited for Forsaken. Forsaken came out. Um, there's a long story about why I stopped playing Destiny 2 for a while. Forsaken brought a lot of things back that w- were in Destiny 1, so it kind of feels like a step back, but a step forward, if that makes any sense. So I was really excited about that. I wasn't impressed with Black Armory as well, so I agree with you there 100% Popsicle Thief. Um Battlefield 4, I haven't played Battlefield 4, but I have Battlefield 5 up here, and I'm actually mildly excited to play it because I saw Battlefield 1, and I played a bit of that, and I really like how that started off and how that progressed. So I have high hopes, and I hope that I enjoy it more than you did. Now, Anthem, Anthem I got to downplay completely because Anthem, I played the alpha, and I do air quotes on alpha, and I wasn't impressed. Uh, it didn't feel like it looked polished, but it didn't feel like a very polished game. And at that point in time, for what they were releasing, it should have been a lot more polished than it was. Now, I'm also going to crap on Division 2. And this is no offense to anybody who likes the Division. I, lo- I, I love Tom Clancy's games. I love Tom Clancy's books. However, the Division really, really bugged me because when I started playing The Division, I was expecting a Tom Clancy, Tom Clancy game, which was realistic shooters, and The Division wasn't. It was a whole slew of, of bullet sponges that really just it took away from the game. It didn't feel like a Tom Clancy game at all. The story-wise, it totally had Tom Clancy. I loved how it incorporated books into the storyline and really made it all work. But man, the game I just couldn't dig into. And that's not, a, that's not a slight against anybody else. If you enjoy the game, you rock because you are finding enjoyment in the game. I did not. So for Division 2, I am really, really not looking forward to it. Even though it visually looks much better than the first game, and from everything I've heard, technically it's much better than the first game, I'm still totally down on it. Uh, but that's, not, that, that's just me. Don't take my opinion. It's probably going to be a great game. Follow the masses on it. Now, I want to go into games that I'm looking forward to in 2019 now. So in 2019, I'm totally looking forward to Resident Evil 2. I've, I've, got, it. I've got to go pick it up. I just haven't bought it yet. Everything I've heard is fantastic. Really, really looking forward. Another game I'm looking forward to is called, I believe it's called Tokyo Massacre. It's a top-down shooter. Very, very well done. Very good looking. Really looks fun to play. I'm really excited about getting a chance to play that game. Uh, Another game, which is kind of a guilty pleasure for me. I loved what they did with the remake with 9. But Mortal Kombat 11 is coming out. And I really like what NetherRealm Studios have done with storytelling in a fighting game. Then I heard that the uh, fatalities are going to be pretty sweet. Well, you know, even fate. So the original Mortal Kombat, it was always like, hey, the fatalities are the thing that hook you. But the most recent uh, Mortal Kombat games that come out, they really have brought a way of making the fighting game and having storytelling with it to make it actually be able to tell a story without having to beat the game and then just reading a whole blurb at the end. 
There's a a tag I did team like the story. There's a tag team match version in it too, where you could play like four people, and each person controls a character. You could like tag each other in and out. See, I'm looking forward to that. That sounds interesting. Now, while the story itself, I you know I agree with you, God. I didn't really like like the story all that much. However, hate Johnny Cage. I really, really felt the way that they were able to tell a story was awesome. What do you got, Cyber? You got something? Yeah. All I can picture when you said Mortal Kombat is great. He's going to learn to kick people's ass with his feet again. Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. I remember doing that a long time. What about you, Damoc? You got something to say on that? Not on the Mortal Kombat front, but you touched on Destiny a little bit, and I was really hesitant to play Destiny 2. I never played Destiny 1. You all convinced me to play it. We had a little fun. I was really seriously disappointed with the expansions on Destiny 2, but what are your thoughts and everybody's thoughts on Bungie splitting from Activision and keeping Destiny 2 as their own IPO and running with it. Well, that goes back to their that goes back to their contract. They actually have the contract where they get to keep the IPs. Well, they get to keep the intellectual property, but they there there's a lot of stuff that they don't get to keep. Yeah. Well, they get to keep Destiny Two. It's been announced that Bungie will continue with Destiny Two on their own terms and the way that they would like to do it. And I'm curious, you think that Bungie is a good enough team to actually release a content patch? Because all the rumors and the news report that Activision was the ones pushing for the pay-to-win and the microtransaction shop, which admittedly I spent a decent chunk of money on because I was trying to get that gold and blacked out armor. I think Bungie will do a good job. So here's here's the thing, though. The, The cash shop that was in Destiny and Destiny 2... There was no pay-to-win portion of it. No matter how you try to slice it, you could spend all the money you want. All the stuff that you get out of it would be cosmetic. Because even the gear that dropped was at light level or power level 10. Uh, Not exactly. They did introduce those speeders that you can buy only from the cash shop that had the higher speed. Now, that doesn't affect... Too much gameplay, I admit that, but it is something, and Activision supposedly was putting pressure on Bungie to introduce more pay-to-win type things. But but none of that actually affected gameplay. If you had a faster speeder, and the when you say faster speeder, you're talking by a factor of 10 spear points, which just meant that you could, if you were on a straightaway for 10 seconds... You made it there in nine seconds, and the other person made it there in ten seconds. That's all that uh, that actually did. I I disagree with that because I bought the faster speeder, and when I was running around doing the uh, the little drop missions and everything, I forget what they're called, but we were doing those missions. I was zipping around to them with other people, and I was passing people on their speeders, and it wasn't straightaways. Yeah, but here's the thing, though: when you and I were and I had the slower speeder, I always beat you there. Yeah, that, that is very true. I was just curious on how you think Destiny 2 is going to transition forward without having Activision put their hand in it, which is 
I mean, we all don't like EA. Well, I don't like EA. Fuck you guys if you do like EA. Uh, no. I'm not a big fan of Activision. Activision's worse than EA when it comes to microtransactions and all of that. But how do you think it's going to progress with the next expansion for Destiny 2 with it only being in the hands of Bungie? So here's my opinion on that. And, and I've got a very, very strong opinion on that. And that's probably contrary to a lot of other people. I actually think that it is going to be worse off because of the split. And this is my reason why, before you crucify me, here's my reason why. In the contract, if you read, it was very, very explicit that Bungie had to produce a specific amount of content by a specific amount of time. So there were actually time stops or time stops on how long they had to to release specific content and they had to release major content on a very, very strict schedule. Now taking a step back from that, you take Activision out of that, you take big brother out of the picture saying you have to get this out. Now you have to get this out on this date and Bungie going, okay, well now we have free reign, free control. That means that they have no schedule that they have to adhere to. So instead of it being a major release every six months or whatever it may be, now Bungie can step back and say, you know what? We can release little things every couple months and have a big release every 12 to 18 months. And there's nothing we can, as a, as a community, can say other than bitch and complain but Bungie could just say, well, we're doing it our way. So okay. I, have, I, I have to, um, oh, my bad, finish your point. No, but I, I, I would just have to say that with that split from Activision, I think that that's a very distinct possibility moving forward that we could see less meaningful content coming out on a regular basis and more like the Prison of Elders. In Destiny 1, everybody hated the Prison of Elders. I loved it because it brought the it, it brought a three-player like cohesive team together versus then having to find six players to do a raid. Now I loved that content because it felt really fleshed out, but for three players. Now step forward, you take Activision out of the mix, they could be releasing stuff that really is still requiring six players. Like, I mean, I don't hate, I hate to point fingers, but like Trials of Elders or, or Trials of Osiris. Trials was kind of like one of those, it, it felt, at least at the beginning and probably well into Destiny 2, it felt like Trials of Osiris was just slapped on there as a, hey, we need to give PvP something to look forward to. But it really never felt that good. It just felt like, okay, those people who only play PvP are going to be good. And everybody else are going to be stopgapped at that, and they're just going to have to throw 500 hours at PvP to even be anywhere near competitive. It felt like that girl in high school that you became tunnel buddies with your best friend with. Yeah, the Eiffel Tower. What do you got, Article? You were about to say something. Yeah, um, what amount of content would make Destiny 2 a better game? What amounts of, of releases could they possibly do to patch that game? Like, let's... Like, I don't care that, that Bungie is split with Activision. They're still going to deliver the same quality product they've been delivering, right? And in my opinion, that quality is relatively subpar. Like, I played Destiny 1, 
for a while, and then I tried to play Destiny 2. I couldn't even do it. Like, I just thought they were bad games. Yeah, and that's, that's, you know what? That's a perfectly valid opinion because from a lot of aspects, they really were, they really are shitty games. Destiny 1, I feel like they started off as a very, very light and content, really fun mechanic, though. Kind of like, I've said this before, um, just like No Man's Sky, just like Sea of Thieves, they started mm-hmm. off with no content whatsoever, but the mechanic was fun. It was a yeah, fun... I, I agree. It was an enjoyable game to play because the mechanics were fun. And, oh. and that's like... Now, Destiny is a little bit farther back because it really felt familiar while being a little bit different. And I say familiar because it had that Halo feel to it, but it didn't right. really... F- That's exactly what I was going to add into it, because uh, Destiny and Destiny 2, all it felt like was an uh, extension of Halo. See, now, Destiny 1, I can agree with you completely. Destiny 2 definitely deviated from that Halo feel. Destiny 2, I really feel they, they took off on their own direction. That's now, a shame. The problem is, is that in Destiny 2, they had a lot of content, a lot of shit to do, but there was no real hook. There was no carrot to do anything. Like you had all this stuff to do, but there was no real meaningful reason to go do it until Forsaken came out. And then they started giving you a reason to go do this stuff. But it was kind of almost too little too late for a lot of people. Um, But me for one yeah and and that's you know what i don't knock anybody whatsoever for giving up on destiny in fact i just i don't i don't like the grind the grind that you have to do now to make a weapon worthwhile it's not worth the time to invest into the game there is a horrible grind of destiny it's also not worth fighting the same enemies over and over either like the i like the mechanics of the game i agree but i think the ai is garbage yes um the AI it, needs a lot it, of work. It, right, and it flops back and forth between being, like, way too easy and then way too fucking difficult. Yes. You know, like, where it's just like, dude, make up your mind, you know? Um, like, that's why I respect Halo. Like, you play that game on easy and then switch over to Legendary, there's a huge fucking difference. Like, the the AI in the game is, is awesome. Like, it's really spot on. And it does stuff, even, that you would not have thought to do. Like, it won't go directly for the player sometimes. Sometimes it'll, like, blow something up to, like, you know, ricochet into you or something. Like, it's really cool, but it's sad to see that, you know, Bungie didn't adopt that aspect of its prior team. Because I just... it To me, it's not that Destiny feels like Halo. It's like Destiny is Halo without the filling. Yeah, I can agree with that. And I give props to anybody who has stuck with Destiny as long as they have, because it's it's one of those it's one of those abusive relationship things where you keep saying it's going to get better, it's going to get better, it's going to get better, <laughs> and it doesn't. But you keep yeah. telling yourself it's going to get better, but for, you still get both black eyes. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, for what it's for what it's worth, I want it to. You know, like, like I always hope that, especially if they bring out, like, Destiny 3 or something like that, I want it to be an amazing game, you know? It's just that, like, I've always been underwhelmed by them. I don't know. Yeah, I, I've spent a lot of time in Destiny, and I gotta say that I've spent a lot of time in Destiny because I enjoy the mechanics of it. 
and one and one of the mechanics is the social gameplay of it. Destiny, when you're playing alone, is utter garbage. Just like Sea of Thieves, when you're playing alone, that's probably true. Garbage. I've only ever I've only ever played the games alone. Yeah, and, um, and and if you play alone, the games are utter garbage. But when you get a group of friends together and you play together and you start experiencing even the, like the little stupid glitches of the game, that's where the game really shines. And that's where the really enjoyment I think comes out of. We'll have to Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll have to try that out sometime cuz I do still have both uh, No Man's Sky with you uh Cecil is a lot more fun than just by myself too. Like No Man's Sky has come leaps and bounds. Here, oh, yeah. I actually got I got a couple more games that I want to mention that I'm interested in 2019. Um, I already mentioned Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 11 is supposed to be coming out. Uh, there's another game that actually has the character, and I forget his actual name, but he plays Starkiller in The Force Unleashed. It's a game called Days Gone. Now, I know zombie games have like pretty much come and gone, and everybody... I love zombie games. Well, that's the thing. Zombie games. I, I, <laughs> I am a huge fan of zombie games, and it's really weird because like, it's my guilty pleasure there but days gone is coming around and i all the videos that i've seen beforehand of it it really looks fun it looks intense it looks fast paced um it almost looks like a combination of 28 days later and the last of us so i'm really really excited about days gone uh i gotta look this up yeah days gone looks looks incredible and there's one other game that I've been tracking for a while that is supposedly coming out. Well, actually, there's, sorry, I got, I got to give two more games now. There's one game that I've been tracking for a while. It's uh, GTFO. Um, GTFO looks incredible, and it looks too good to be true. And I'm hoping I'm wrong. Oh, crap. I just thought of another game. Fuck me and running. So Mana Meridian is also coming out 2019. Um, it's by the same makers of Until Dawn. I loved Until Dawn. Man of Meridian looks like it's going to be that same flavor, that same feel. You know, half supernatural, half not. Uh, it takes place on a ship, and it, it looks awesome. I can't wait to play it. All right, my last game, and then we got to kick out of that, is a game called 13th Doll. Or 13 Dolls. 13th Dolls. Oh, this that's coming out this year? Supposedly it's coming out this year. Nice. Um, it's the sequel to Seventh Guest and Eleventh Hour. If you're a fan of puzzle games, Thirteenth Doll is the game for you because that's what those games are all about. They actually got the original actor who played Henry Stoff to come back and reprise his role. It looks incredible. I'm really excited. I've already paid for the Uber Max whatever build that you can possibly get out of it because I'm a huge fan of Seventh Guest and Eleventh Hour. I can't wait for it to come out. I'm looking at that GTFO or GTFO game. Like that looks dope. Doesn't it? Doesn't it look incredible? Yeah, that looks really good. Dude, it looks it looks so good. Alrighty. Well What's this coming out for? Just a PC? I think it's just PC. I could be wrong, but I think it's just PC. Yeah, you do. You do. Oh, I'm I'm taking a computer science class this semester, so I'm gonna learn how to program and Nice. Alrighty, well, on that note, Damoc, where can people find you at, man? 
Uh, I troll the Discord for the most part, but you can always email me at blowme at daymocksucks.net. Nice. What about you, God? Where can people find you at? Mm, they can't find me. But if they're going to hear me anywhere, it'll probably be your anime uh, section in Discord. Nice. Uh, what about you, D? Where can people find you at, man? People can find me on my website, microbrewgamers with a Z instead of an S dot com. Also on my YouTube channel, microbrewgamers. You can also find me on my own Discord. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and of course, trolling the GNA podcast most often, along with Yeah Dude Gamers and Josh of All Trades. Nice. What about you, Article? Where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me on here. Uh, usually, I just do the, this podcast. I don't really do much else on uh, Discord, anyway. Or uh, on Xbox Live as Outstanding CF2. Do not contact me if you want to talk about eating ass. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't going to do it. <laughs> what about you, Zyberblood? Where can we find you at? You can find me palling around on the GNA Discord, Facebook, Twitter, as well as the Zyber Games Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I also have a website. Links are at uh, my Twitter. Nice. And I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find Cecil Xavier everywhere else. Twitch, Ustream, Mixer, Facebook, every, anywhere you can find me, you can find me at Cecil Xavier, except at Twitter. That's, uh, that's Cecil versus Games. Um... We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, spread the word. Let people know. You can also find us on services like Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, YourListen, and Spotify. Uh, yes, we're on Spotify. If we aren't somewhere, let us know. We'll upload there. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search at GNA Podcast, all one word. You can also hang out in the Discord chat. Just see the pinned tweet. We've partnered with Humble Bundle. Hey, what is Humble Bundle, Zyberblood? What is Humble Bundle? Well, Humble Bundle, it is a game purchasing site like any other game purchasing site, except for there's a bit of a twist. Um, you can buy your games and choose to donate to a charity, uh, Humble themselves, or the developers. But if you pop in question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of your link, um, yeah, you can say, hey, humble, these guys sent me here and support our charities, which that's typically on just the bundles itself, but it still helps us um, validate our partnership when you do buy from the store. Uh, so we recommend that you, uh, you know, pop that question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of your link. Um, if you go to, say, a bundle, just take out everything from the question mark down and replace it with that partner equals GNA podcast. And uh, yeah, do it up. But when you slide down, there are uh, a drop box where you find these sliders. Um, we don't want you to give us the money, so take that, slide it all the way down to zero, give it to the charity, give it to the developer, and maybe even throw Humble a few bones. Very nice. Thank you, man. 
Um, so this month of, of January, we've made a total of $16.32 for, uh, from Humble Bundle. Let's actually check out, see what we've made as of last Jesus year. Jesus Christ, it's my birthday, guys. You should have more in there. Yeah, I know. You guys are fucking lame. We got to get more booty first. Let's see how much we made last year in total. Because you know what? I haven't even checked this number yet. So this is the first time I'm going to see it. If it loads. And Wait, are we done? Loading? No, no, we're not is done yet. Oh, okay. And we're loading. In a scream. Yeah, we're, we're actually... So of course we're not done. I'm hoping we're trying to load here. Okay, so as of last year... We I made, already did. We made $252.20 for charity from our Humble Bundle. That's pretty cool. Excellent. I feel pretty proud of that. Same here, man. That's that's like you and me both. All right. So do you like anime? If you do, join us Sunday nights at 1930 Eastern Standard Time at HTTP forward slash forward or colon forward slash forward slash www.rabb.it forward slash GNA podcast for anime night hosted by Zyberblood. Uh, we are currently watching the fighting spirit. I think we're on episode 11. Yes. And Fighting Spirit is actually one that I finally browbeat them into for the past year. It's about boxing. And while that sounds lame in itself, it's still an anime. It's uh, it's interesting. I really enjoy it. It's one of my favorite. So if you hate it... I really enjoy it, especially since uh, I haven't gotten too far into it. And we're actually maybe going to continue past maybe the first season. Hey, maybe. Well, hey, if you hate it, if you like it, go ahead and send us an email. Let us know about it. Uh, if you like horror movies, we do Horror Movie Night every second Saturday of the month. We start around 9 o'clock on Saturday. We do Game Show Night the first Saturday where we play Jackbox games and we give away some Steam codes. We want to thank Morgan BS Photography for our new logo and artwork. Check him out at morganbs.com. You can email us at gnapodcast at one with questions, comments, death threats. We don't care. We'd love to hear from you. Last but not least, check us out our website at www.jenniferlovehewittmarryme.com, baby. I am dead serious. Let's do this. I have loved you for the entire time of my life. Let's go for it. <laughs> but you can actually find them at gnapodcast.com. But, baby, if you are listening, I love you. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you, Damoc. Well, gentlemen. Thank you very much for joining me on the show. And God, thank you for chipping Absolutely, in Absolutely, and I just puked all over my pants. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. You're welcome. Have a good night.